Hey everybody, welcome to Primo News. I'm your co-host, Xavier Fajardo. Sitting next to me is your other co-host. I'm Isaac. Tovar. There you go. I was waiting for the dramatic entrance. And collectively, we are the host of this podcast. (laughs) Primo, primo, primo. primo. See, there's the radio show in me. That's the radio. Yeah, that's (laughs) the the radio news announcer. Gosh, every time. And for those of you who (laughs) didn't understand the play on words, Isaac and I are cousins. So this is both primo news because it is the best. But also (laughs) it is news shared amongst cousins. Yep. Boom. And this is the first time we're recording it. (sighs) All right. Yeah, we've had this idea in the pipeline for a while. For and a while, yeah. We're finally <laughs> getting to it. Oh, I'm man. really excited. Yeah, um, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be fun. I think it was just the time and media landscape. It just really made me feel like we should say something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, I I definitely think like I'm not quiet. Like I'll speak my mind, but it it's mostly when people are like, "Well, what do you think?" I don't ever just throw it out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when somebody asks for my input, I'm like, well, do you really want to know my input? Because <laughs> we can just keep on fucking going. Um, I had explained that today at a little lunch meeting for a friend of mine's wedding. And um, <laughs> it, I just kept ranting today because we were all like on the same agreement of like the I, I at least political views and like everything kind of views right now of the world. Oh, I've been so heated lately. Even yeah. when I'm talking to somebody who's on my side, I still just keep going yeah, and keep going, going and going right, and correct. going. Right. There's just so much to say. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm the same way where I just get so fired up. And <laughs> everyone just looks at me like, yeah, you okay? And I'm You're like, good? Yeah. And I'm like, no, not really. But Yeah, a lot of people don't understand why I get so heated. <laughs> and honestly, half the time, I don't understand either. Yeah, seriously, yeah. It's like this weird thing that just builds up. And I mean... It's a cause, man. It's, it's it's a meaning, but, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's <sighs> go ahead and start getting into some of the news stories for the week. Missing kids found in stepdad's backyard. After months of wondering where Tylee Ryan and Joshua Vallow were, their remains have finally been found at Chad Daybell's home in Fermont County, Idaho. And I can't tell you how long it took me to figure out which Fermont County it was. Why? That because when I was reading the news article, all it said was Fermont County or Fremont County. Oh, I'm Fremont. sorry. All it said was Fremont County. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, when I type this up, I need to know where Fremont County is. I can't just assume everybody knows where Fremont County is mm-hmm. or everybody's been following the story and knows like where things have been taking place. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, I guess I should have been able to assume it was in Idaho, but fuck, they found them in Hawaii. So I can't, <laughs> I can't predict where these people are going to end up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you guys didn't know about that, um, obviously you're going to probably look more into that. Um, the the stepdad and the wife were found just like basically vacationing in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. So Tylee Ryan and Joshua Vallow, 17 and 7 years old respectively, are the two children of Lori Vallow, who you mentioned a moment ago. Correct. Uh, in February, Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell were found in Hawaii. At that point, Lori Vallow was extradited to Idaho, where she was charged with the desertion and non-support of dependent children. Boom. So that's insane, too. She just completely dipped. Yeah. That's seriously. awful. Yeah. We got another, like, man, it's like our, it's like a new Casey Anthony. Oh, God dang it. That just blows that. my mind. I don't know. Uh, I I guess I, I don't know what motherhood is like, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> Because, like, in my head, I could be like, man, how could you? But I guess I'm not a mother, so. Yeah, I was like, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Like, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Maybe I would abandon a child. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> uh, while Valo has pleaded not guilty, she is being held on $1 million bond. Ooh. Yeah. Right. That's, a, That's pretty steep. Yeah, seriously. I don't see her paying that. Yeah, I mean. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't see anybody really paying that. Uh, while it is unclear if Vallo will have the death of her children added to her list of accusations, she is being investigated for the death of Daybell's former wife, Tammy Daybell. What? Yeah, she was found dead uh, in her home back in October. <laughs> so, yeah, these, these two people are just surrounded by death. Uh, yeah, ta- it's ridiculous. Tammy's death was initially ruled as natural, but was later classified as suspicious. Her remains were exhumed in December for further investigation. 
Valo and Daybell married weeks after Tammy's death. Oh, that doesn't fucking help. Exactly. Anything. Yeah, I don't understand why they couldn't wait longer. Yeah. That just seems way too quick. No, nah, that was all obviously, obviously all set up. I don't know. I believe in love at first sight. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Later, police obtained a warrant to search Daybell's Fremont County home. I got it right that time. <laughs> uh, it was at this point Chad Daybell was finally taken into custody and charged with two counts of concealing evidence. His bail was also set at $1 million, uh, which that seems to just be the magic number. I guess they just assume yeah. that a normal person can't afford that. Uh, that that bail, and it's like that's the number. Yeah, like, I can't remember which. Uh, it's one of the. It's in the Bill of Rights where you can't set outrageous bails, like unrealistic. And so I think there's like one million. Like you can't pay it, but it's not unrealistic. Oh. It's not like three hundred billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, and I do that with my pinky to my mouth. <laughs> Take it easy. I also thought it was. I also thought it was interesting how. They found the corpses of two children buried in his backyard, and he was charged with two counts of concealing Conceal evidence. evidence, yeah. But so like, here's here's like my rationale on that. I think they probably did that because they knew that would s- definitely stick, so they can hold him longer until they build a good enough murder case. Hmm. Is what I assume because if they like try to say it's murder, but they can't like build a case or don't have a case for it, there's a possibility. Maybe he'd get out. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, no, we could for sure hold you if for concealing evidence, evidence and yeah. this will hold you long enough until so we, we can tack on murder. murder. Yeah, I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh and of course for those of you who have not been following this story, Daybell was a prolific author of Doomsday Writings and Vallow was a sort of follower of his. Yeah. It's like a weird doomsday cult, but I honestly don't know too much about the there, cult yeah, in I particular. Don't know, you know. It's just interesting. It's just interesting it's, yeah, how it, many cults there's been and how many like doomsday cults there've been in particular. Yeah, it's incredible cuz it's like so oh, many people just want going, the end. Like, yeah, you think of it as being like a really like old school thing. Yeah, no. So like yeah, it's like, yeah, but oh, there's no, there's no, still real. cults. Yeah, that's nuts. It's ridiculous. That's so crazy. Well, seems to be another news here. So what do we got? Uh so for our second story, Donald Trump Jr.'s hunting trip. Uh, he spent over seventy five thousand for Secret Service on this trip. So this touches on something that uh, has always aggravated me: the idea that teachers have to buy school supplies with their own sometimes meager salaries, when tens of thousands of tax dollars are wasted on trips. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. took an eight day hunting trip in Mongolia back in the summer of twenty nineteen, uh, where he enlisted the services of U.S. Secret Service. Which, uh, as a child of the president, he is technically allowed to do, right, right, uh, but their services are not required. Yeah, it's not required. It's optional. Yeah, it's they're optional. optional. Thing, yeah. Uh, we, have, we have recently received the invoice for the services cost. Uh, eight days of Secret Service expenses cost the taxpayers $76,859.36. Mm-hmm. So, like, almost $77,000. Yeah, and, and to make matters worse, he was trophy hunting. Right. An endangered, endangered bighorn yeah, sheep. Yeah, endangered. Let's put that out there. Yeah, because I mean, like, I, 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 yeah, I have no problem with the concept of hunting whatsoever. You and right, I have correct. hunted, yeah, our family sure. members yeah. and friends hunt, but everybody hunts, like, legally, and they just hunt uh, in accordance to the season to help. There's a, there's a system. There's a thing exactly, and they it, yeah. eat it. Right. It's not for trophy. Yeah, never. Yeah, that's just yeah. gross to me that you would just kill this animal just to have a trophy. No. And then there's always the excuse that, like, oh, these people pay a lot of money to hunt these animals, and that money is used for their conservation. And it's like, well, if you actually gave a shit about the animals, why wouldn't you just donate the money and then not kill one of the few of its species? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So that doesn't really make too much sense to me. But what also kind of annoyed me also is that Trump ran on the idea that he wasn't going to be corrupt and that he was going to be better than everybody else because he had his own money. Yeah, and that he wasn't going to use like donations or use this or that. It's all going to be through like his money. Like he can do it. He can do it. And it's like, yeah, but you're literally using it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, like if the Trump brand is so great and your family is so wealthy, then why couldn't you just hire Mm -hmm. a third party? And I understand that sometimes the president and his family has to take trips. Like if you're meeting a foreign leader, then it's totally justifiable 
because you're doing your job. Right. And I'm and I'm not going to say either like I'm definitely not backing up this fuckhead at all. But it's like I'm definitely not going to say other people didn't do it either. Like I'm sure other people's kids and other people like I'm sure they did it. Yeah, I think it's wrong at all. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's in not general. just him. Yeah, it's not just him. Like let's just put that out there because I hate when people are like, "Oh, well, Sure enough, here come the lefty, and it's like that's not what it is. Like, there, there's like a there's a line there. Yeah, no, there's a lot of shitty Democrats. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's Seriously. there's shitty people on both sides. It's yeah. just we tend to identify more left. Yeah. So let's just. I just want to make sure we throw that out there that it's not necessarily all about just who it is. It's the whole reasoning behind it. It's like that doesn't make any sense. Like it's like wow. It like, is like also because of course they can't stay in just a normal middle class hotel either like you know they yeah. have to stay in a super nice hotel yeah like and the secret service yeah. is probably there and so you have to pay their salaries you have to pay probably their room and board and their travel yeah and it's just a lot and it's like did you need to fly like first class or do you need to be in the nicest hotel like there's a lot of things you can do to just reduce some of the taxpayer dollars you're using mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, right, correct. It's like that could be going to so many other things. That's pretty much what the fight is in all of this right now. It's yeah, like, it's just it's like, like guys. I think the where everything, the money, where, where all where all the money's going is on all the wrong places. Exactly. I I firmly believe that as U.S. citizens, all of us, we definitely pay enough into the system to get the things that I believe that we deserve. Mm-hmm. And so this is just, like, another example of just, like, gross misuse of taxpayer money to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good way of looking at it for sure. You know, I think that most people don't really kind of give a, a that kind of a, a – You don't a, think too much about yeah, it. in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so, anyways, yeah, we I definitely don't agree with that trip. I don't agree with those decisions. I don't agree with a lot of them. I don't agree a lot with that family and everything. And that poor big horn sheep. Yeah, they're nice, man. They are nice. <laughs> yeah, they are nice, man. I'm not gonna lie though, hunting in Mongolia sounds amazing. Oh, I'm I'm 100 percent sure. Yeah, it's to like, just yeah. be like riding horses on the step, like you're a Mongolian warrior, especially like if you're like a real ass hunter and <laughs> oh, like used a bow, especially like traditional Mongolian bows. That would be amazing. Yeah, because that was yeah. one of like the many skills of the Mongolian people back mm. in the day was their ability to horse ride. And similar to like the way the Native Americans took really well to yeah. horses yeah, and true. were able to kind of move to the side of them to kind of get cover and fire arrows proficiently. Mm-hmm. That's sort of how the Mongolians also were. And they have this really interesting wicket looking bow where it seems really compact so they can be like quick with it while on horseback. But the way it's, like, designed and shaped, it still gives you, like, maximum velocity when you mm. pull back. It's really interesting, yeah. Interesting. That's something, like, I know, like, Joe Rogan likes to bow yeah. hunt. That's something he needs to do is just go ride a horse in Mongolia and bow hunt. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be Yeah, that'd actually be pretty awesome. I'd like to hear a story about that. That'd be pretty neat. Well, until we get that story, let's go ahead and lead into our next story, which yeah, is Live got. PD and Cops Have Been Canceled. Dang. Cops the Series, which debuted in 1989, is finally being canceled this week after 32 seasons, which contain upwards of 1,100 episodes. Man. In the article I was reading that uh, you saved for me, it really resonated with me when the author said Cops was ambiguous uh background, background noise, noise. <laughs> yeah because yeah, i yeah, that, i really felt that way like it was always just on, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you yeah, you yeah, never yeah. really watched it it was just there yeah and then like if it was ever the other time you ever watched it, it was like oh well cops is on and you just kind of like sit on it yeah i feel like the most i've ever watched it is just sitting in the break room <laughs> like just sitting in the break room of a part-time job no, like you know where, just cops where i've watched it i've watched it more in hotels when i'm on the road Oh, that's, yeah, I watch weird shit in hotels. Yeah. Especially when I stay in a motel, then I'm feeling extra weird. Oh, fucking Yeah, dude, one I time, Mia me, me, uh, <laughs> and I stayed in a motel in New Orleans, and uh, the first night we got there, super tired after the drive. We went out for dinner, but we were like, no, we're going to have a chill night in mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, get comfortable. Right. 
and I and I don't mind staying in cheap places a lot of the time because it just saves me money <laughs> to spend it on more dumb shit in yeah, whatever yes, location yeah. I'm at. I'm just bougie. I like. But so the first shit. night we're there and we're chilling, we end up just going down a deep, dark bowling hole. Like, Ugh. yeah, for some reason, professional bowling was on the moment we turned the motel TV on and we just stuck with it. Oh, a- and after wow. that, me and I were like, we love bowling. That like, makes we, sense. Yeah, 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 Like, that's one of our favorite activities now is go to a bowling alley that has a full bar and we just get fucked up and bowl. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, that's actually pretty <laughs> legit. <laughs> yeah. The article, too, it was pretty cool because he also sh- uh, talked about – because the article was weird because it wasn't just an article. It was also sort of a plug for a podcast mm-hmm. called Running mm-hmm. from the Cops where right. he's going to talk about cops and what it kind of did to America possibly. There you go. There's your free advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> but he talked about how a cop showed a skewed reality of what crime in the world actually looks like. Right. Uh, and it made the streets look way more dangerous. And so it made people feel – like they needed cops even more. Hmm. And so some of those numbers for you, uh, 35% of crime in cops was drug related compared to 13% in reality. Oh, whoa. 5% of crimes in cops was prostitution when in reality it only accounts for 1%. <laughs> mm. What the hell? Violent crimes on cops accounted for 7% of crime compared to 4% in reality. Damn, these numbers are like... <laughs> just night and day bro what yeah and so i wonder what like because that's like barely any of the pie so i'm yeah. I'm really curious as to what the rest is and it's kind of like mm. but like if you think about it like what could the rest possibly be and it's like oh the rest is like those aren't sexy crimes like that's not fun to show on tv mm-hmm. like it's like white collar crimes <laughs> i would assume here's your parking ticket ma'am well yeah because like uh, well, like financial crimes also when I say oh, okay. white collar yeah, crimes, guess, yeah. but well, because I'm saying, cause look, look at like these stats. So these stats are for violent crime, drug prostitution. And so it's like, well, like what's everything else then? You know what I mean? That oh, covers percentages is what you're saying. Exactly. Oh, so like, what's the rest oh, yes, of the pie? Yes, yes, yeah. Okay. I get you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I get you. How much is fraud? You think? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. But it has to. I don't know. It has to account for a lot. I I assume. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. yeah no I, idea. Sure that's a big thing. But yeah, they they also explore how uh, the cops in the show were possibly escalating situations on purpose or planting evidence for essentially more ratings. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm it, it, real life, uh, reality TV, you name it, it's there. Uh, the story they get into in the article is two teenagers who were pulled over late at night by a cop's police officer. Uh, the edited clip shows the officer quickly finding a white powdery substance in the car and performing a roadside drug test, which tests positive for cocaine. The two teenagers are then arrested and taken in. The unedited clip, however, shows the officer searching the car for 14 minutes before finding a powdery substance and it took three attempts to receive a positive result. The camera was coincidentally turned off during returning to a positive test result. So, like, super fucked up if it, they just ruined these kids' lives for ratings. Yeah, for just ratings. Like, what the fuck, bro? Exactly. And it and they said also, like, a lot of times on-scene producers would kind of use the force and presence of the cops to coerce people into signing the release form. So that they can use their stories in the episode. So that's why there's that many people like showing their face. Exactly. Because because if you don't if you don't sign the release yeah, form, they can't your use face. your face right, or your right. likeness or anything. Right, but yeah, right. they use like the power of the cops to like intimidate and coerce people. <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, just for better ratings. Like they're literally making more arrests to monetize these people. That's so nuts. That's crazy. And it's been going on for 32 seasons. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they don't receive anything, right? Like, like that's crazy. They're literally monetizing off the arrest of people, and they don't make anything from it. Right? Uh, yeah, no, probably not. Yeah, there's no way. When they sign the release form, there has to be a line saying that you don't get anything. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that, maybe that was a thing. It's like, we'll let you off easy if you show your face. Interesting. Like some kind of incentive. Yeah. I need to see those cops release forms. Yeah. I want to see what that's all about. Can I get a FOIA request for cops release forms? (laughs) Dude, let's do it. That'd be interesting. We could put it on the website. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go go hunting for it. I'm sure we can find it somewhere. 
The internet's a weird place. Oh, yeah. A dark, dark hole. <laughs> Speaking of dark holes, uh, Trump's campaign <laughs> trails in recent CNN polls, and Trump demands an apology for it. Yeah, talk about a dark hole. Yeah, Trump is demanding an apology from CNN for their recent poll, which showed Biden leading Trump by 14 points. Uh, apparently, this has been like the recent, like the, what it, whatever, like we've been hearing that for a hot minute now, right? Yeah, about fourteen points. Everyone's like, "Yeah, he's about the same." About the same. Yeah, and I, I honestly don't even put like that much credence in polls. No, yeah, yeah, because it's like I don't know. There's just so many like inherent biases in it. Mm-hmm. Because like I'm not like it's kind of like obviously sometimes pollsters mean to put a bias spin on it, right? But a lot of times I feel like it's just out of their control because it's all just dependent on the kind of people that are willing to answer the phone yeah, and talk yeah, that, to you. Yeah, honestly, that is true, too. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Damn. Yeah, I'm sure 50 percent of respondents, it's just fuck you. And they hang up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, that's not. And good. I'm one of them. <laughs> that's not good data. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's so. not going to tell us anything. Yeah. What, what well, apparently it told us that Biden leads by 14 points. <laughs> But uh, Trump is claiming that uh, the they didn't have a fair sample group, that they didn't inter- they didn't so call and reach out saying. to enough Republicans. So that's what you're saying. Is it, like this. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can kind of say that about anything, though, yeah. because CNN claims that it was a random sampling of registered voters. Mm. But it's kind of like what kind of people answer a CNN poll, though? It's probably people who probably listen, like to listen to CNN or because <laughs> yeah. how does CNN have their number? Yeah. Unless like you're some kind of subscriber, or you put their information in their yeah. website. And so they're reaching out to people who are already probably like leaning left. True, true. So obviously their poll is going to show that it's more. Yeah. yeah, yeah and I'm not claiming that sense. they would do it on purpose. It's just it, it's just, yeah, it just that makes sense. Yeah. That's just how polls are. Unfortunately, I wish we can get like a legit, like amazing, legit poll data. That would be awesome. Oh man, yeah. But to really the, imagine the logistics of all that, like what it'll take to get a 100 percent clean answer. <laughs> Oh my god, some kind of crazy AI technology, I'm yeah, sure. Seriously. <laughs> some Skynet shit. That's a thing. Did you hear about that? What? That the a, There's company, a company called Skynet? Skynet? Yeah, they're just They just said Yeah, but, but they're just being assholes Skynet. though. Yeah, like, they're just doing that for publicity. That's so lame. That's so uncreative and lame. Hey man, they did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck they did it. God damn it. Damn it, man. <laughs> All right. So uh, Trump has actually hired a Republican pollster, McLaughlin and Associates, Mm -hmm. to analyze this CNN poll, uh, as well as other polls Trump believes to be fake. So this third this third party is who's claiming that CNN's poll was biased. But CNN stabbed back and points out that in 2014, McLaughlin, a McLaughlin poll showed uh, the then running Republican representative Eric Cantor leading his primary opponent by double digits. Cancer ultimately lost in the primary by 11 percentage points. Oh, Jesus. Damn. Exactly. So, yeah. So, like, CNN just kind of... Like, yeah, but this was a thing. Exactly. Yeah. He's trying to take a jab at CNN, saying that they're not doing their job right. And, it's like, and they yeah, immediately they, just clap back, like, well, if you want to play that game, you were off it, by a lot last that's time. That's funny. It makes you think, like, are there people like, that, like, are actually in this business that are like, yeah, yeah, come back with this one. Like somebody already knew that fact, or it wasn't until later that they like were found that out, like research. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's impressive digging. Yeah, and you see that like in you know shows and shit where it's like, oh, okay, but it's like, no, that, what it takes to actually dig into info like that. Yeah, you need mole people. <laughs> mole people. How else would you do it, Isaac? Yeah, hey man. Other uh, than mole people. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know. I'm not a. I mean. I, what <laughs> yes yeah so um that's incredible i can i can't believe it so what are we on to next no you want to lead us into our next story what's our next story is that just where we started off right there yeah oh okay yeah 60 officers quit, quit. okay yeah there it is okay buffalo uh buffalo special team unit who pushed the uh, 75 year old man to the ground i'm pretty sure everybody uh saw that yeah, that was pretty brutal. Yeah, it's it's ugly, dude. It's kind of hard to see, honestly. It's really bad, yeah, because he just he really just like spills over. He really does, and it, it, oh man, yeah, you're right. Like the top pole is like, oh, like you already knew like that wasn't good. Oh my god, yeah, dude, like it yeah. wasn't gonna. Dude, yeah. I've I've banged my head on the ground like that before. Yeah, there's gonna be an embarrassing story, but I was <laughs> right, in kindergarten. You remember Palo Alto? Oh yeah, I our the did. elementary school we went to. Yeah. 
So one time I had to go to the restroom and <laughs> I want to believe that it wasn't urine, but mm. the floor was wet. So I finished going to the restroom. I slip, I fall back, and I just bang my head on the restroom floor. And I just start crying. And some other little kid comes into the restroom and sees me crying and just runs away yelling for the nurse. (laughs) And I was like, damn, that kid saved my life. (laughs) Did you ever say thank you? No, I have no idea who that kid was. Oh, my God. But, yeah. We got to go back. We got to ask the nurse. I was okay, too. I just hit my head really hard. (laughs) But that's just my point. Like, that's an awful feeling. Like, falling backwards with no control, that's an ugly feeling. And there's like, boof, just this nasty-ass thump. That other girl in New York, though, remember? She also got pushed super hard and flew back. And she hit her head on the concrete and had a seizure. Yeah. In the protest? Yeah. It was was like a wall of police. Oh, my God. And and, And they were like, move. And she was like, why? And then he pushed her, and she flew, and she hit the ground. And and no but no police helped her at all. Like it well, was yeah, people okay, who came so and helped her. So in this her. video, the same thing happens. The, the officers go by and look at him, and just keep going. Yeah. And it's like, bro, he's bleeding. He's bleeding from his head. He's bleeding from his ears. Like this. This isn't. Like what? What? Like what kind of sick? I, I don't get it. Yeah, seventy-five-year-old man. And he and he was uh, so they eventually some of them eventually stopped and helped him. Yeah, eventually. But the, but, but but the two, is, the, yeah, the two, dude. the two who were immediately terminated were the, the ones that were there. The like ones that, him. yeah, the ones that like actually pushed him. Right, right. But yeah, but no, a lot of people walked past him. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, bro, like, come on, bro. You talk about you want to be a cop, or you you're a cop. You're a cop. Oh, I'm a police officer, and it's like, but you just do that to the people you're protecting. You know what I mean? And you just look at somebody and just be like, huh. Like, should have moved. And it's like, bro, what the fuck, bro? Like, that's not. Oh, man, I don't know. Just yeah, he was. He, more, like, morals is just. It just. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it it, 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 it just doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, he, he's since been admitted to the ER and he's making a recovery, but I, I think he's still in the hospital. But <sighs> shortly after this incident. Trump fires off a tweet accusing the 75-year-old peaceful protester Martin Gugino. Gugino? uh, Martin Gugino. Gugino, Yeah, Gugino, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he accuses Martin Gugino of being a radical left provocateur who was using a scanning device to somehow jam police communications. (laughs) Yep. No idea where the fuck he got that idea from, but I guess I don't receive regular intelligence briefings. (laughs) You know, maybe yeah, from fucking Twitter. <laughs> yeah, maybe Jesus. Mr. Gugino is public enemy number one. No, there's and a, is a master in the art of cyber guerrilla warfare. If you look into it more, I'm sorry, I don't have uh, anything on me right now. But if you look more into it, like there was a story on that somebody he heard that story from somebody. Oh, so he did hear it from. Yeah, somebody. he heard it from somebody. Was it from like what? Like just like locker room some talk, Republican, or was it no, like some was Republican it somebody who actually something like that? Mm. Said something like so that. it was published or voiced somewhere somewhere like mm. he had heard it i think it was, she put it on twitter or something like that and then he read it oh okay and and he took credit for it and he was just no not to credit but he was just like yeah well this is what i heard you know what i mean it's like ew like come on bro like it obviously i don't know why he surprises me every time like he surprises me every time like it just doesn't make it's just so sense. it doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't make any and sense. like i don't want to be ageist but a 75-year-old man is not necessarily who I put in charge of, like, technological duties. Seriously. A kind of reckless delegation of tasks is how we lost JFK. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give a loaded AR-15 to the guy who drives and changes the fluids. Hey, boom. There it is. There it is. There it is. He said it. Yeah, he go watch The Smoking Gun on Amazon <laughs> Prime, please. Crazy documentary. I'm not even going to get into it here. But, yeah, no, that's just such a funny... Like, he's holding a scanner and jamming communications. I can't. What was he holding? It looked like a flip phone. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It probably was a flip phone. Fucking flip phones. (laughs) What an ass. Just when I thought we had gotten rid of them all. Oh, man, I want the new Razor so bad. (laughs) So bad. And Mia makes fun of me for it. No, I like it. I love it. Yeah. All right. 
right. <laughs> uh, COVID-19 spikes. Arizona up go. 93% here in go, just guys. one week. What you didn't want to hear. What you didn't want to hear, but it's here. Uh, as more states start to open up, we are seeing COVID-19 spikes. As of June 12th, uh, 14 states have reported a 25% increase in COVID-19 cases. Arizona alone showed a 93% spike in the past week. While a lot of this increase is simply due to better testing coverage, some places are also seeing increased hospital emissions. And I obviously get way more into COVID-19 in our sister podcast, Straight to the Brain. <laughs> bing, bing. Uh, uh, but it's important to keep practicing social distancing and mask wearing right now. For sure. Yeah. Many places are experiencing like an ebb to our current pandemic. And so, and also I think a lot of people in more rural areas, this whole pandemic has probably seemed really abstract to them anyway because right. it hasn't really reached them too much. Correct. But, uh, but I think when them city folk get in there, it kind of fucks. Yeah, it all so up. That, that 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 that's like that's common in like tracking epidemiology is typically, typically an outbreak like a pathogen will specifically like an infectious agent mm-hmm. will typically start in more urban areas and then slowly diffuse out to more rural areas, mm-hmm. and so it just kind of takes time for it to reach everybody yeah. else. No, 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 I mean, it makes it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But, it, yeah, it's still important to keep COVID-19 in our minds. I, I had talked about something also in the COVID-19 episodes on Straight to the Brain about, a, like, social media brain. And I talked mm-hmm. to Mia about that also on there because she's kind of more active on social media. Right. But the idea that because of social media – and you've talked about this before, too, like how we have just, like, really short attention spans. Yeah, it's big time, and so yeah. if, it's like, something's thing. not just constantly in your feed and constantly in your face, you kind of, like, forget about it. Yeah. And, like, it, that, it, it's um, super important – to be doing what we're like everybody's doing right now, which is fighting for more accountability of police and uh, the mm-hmm. people we vote into office. But like, there's still a pandemic yeah, yeah, and it sucks, but protesting, like you're producing more respiratory droplets. Like you're shouting and you're yelling, trying to get your point across and yeah. trying to get heard, but right. you're, you're, you could possibly potentially be spreading virus. Yeah. And so just yeah. as much as you can, like just keep wearing masks Yeah, as much as you can. Cause yeah, I know seriously. in Brazil it's, it's getting real bad there too. Yeah. Seriously. It, yeah. It's, 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 it's funny. Yeah. No one's really talking about like every other spike across the world. And it's like, yeah, but guess what? We're even still having them just here alone. You know what I mean? Like it's, Oh yeah. Because like, even though we got warmer weather here in the Northern hemisphere, it's, important for everybody to remember that as we move into our summer the southern hemisphere is moving into their winter winter, which is like their flu season and so think about that did you exactly so like i did like (laughs) most of south america most of sub-saharan africa australia new zealand and like all the other pacific islands like they're all in winter right now and unfortunately a lot of like snowing and ice over there yeah like unfortunately a lot of (laughs) unfortunately a lot of the countries in the southern hemisphere are like underdeveloped and they don't necessarily have the resources to deal with huge outbreaks. Right. <laughs> it's awful, man. It's not cool at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I'm sorry. No, I was just thinking about something. What are you thinking about? I was thinking about how I was like, Oh, the islands and the ice and all that. And I was just like, no, yeah, I don't think it's icy. No, I'm fucking with you. That's what you're, but you were like, yeah. And I was just like, Wait, what? No, no, they don't. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to belittle you, man. Hey, no, 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 no. You've ruined it. You've ruined it. I was like, if he wants to believe that there's ice there. Hey, man, I probably, I probably would have, honestly. Um, uh, Mia brought up a really funny point when we were talking about how the Southern Hemisphere is in their winter right now. Right. And how in grade school, they have the calendars and the calendars typically have like these cute cartoons that represent the season. And oh, so yeah. here so in the northern hemisphere, December's June. like snowmen and like stuff like that, but in the southern hemisphere, July is like like snow stuff or like winter stuff. And the Christmas stuff. And that's just weird for me to think about. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be that way either. That's so stupid. I'm so dumb. Like, like Christmas <laughs> stuff. And it's like wait, so it's not December. Yeah, no, they still yeah they just they have, have to they have to celebrate in the when summer. it's hot as fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like so baby funny. Jesus experienced it because like so it was the Middle East. I'm so dumb. Oh my god, I was just like, oh wait, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like it's not like the other side of the world's on a different, time, like different date. It's a different <laughs> timeline. <Yeah. laughs> Alternate universe. Um, is the Southern Hemisphere canon? Yeah, it's 
I'm a lot smarter than what I'm being, guys. I'm just really, really tired. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you you had to go do your big boy job before doing this. Uh, be, be, before doing my uh, uh, what is it? My hobby and our my, passion yeah, project. Pa- yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's 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 gonna, a labor of love. Oh, man. This it's is the good. first time. E- well, no, you've been a part of a podcast before, but this is the right, first time right. I've ever. That's actually haunted. <laughs> just start shouting uh, it out. Damn. <laughs> Uh, no, no, man, you're gonna, duplex media yeah, now. Yeah, we're not going into that. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, team, team DM, DM, yeah, 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 D- duplex media. Yeah, team DM. Yeah, carrying on to yeah, here eight we go. can't wait and defunding the police. All right, so, so a lot of us a big, big, big topic right now. Oh, and we're gonna do an entire comprehensive episode on police in this country yeah. uh we just really wanted to get a little something out there and get our feet wet and kind of used to the format of doing a news slash political podcast but next week we do definitely really want to do a comprehensive episode on the police but i just really kind of wanted to touch on eight can't wait and some of the ideas of defunding the police i know a lot of us have probably been hearing eight can't wait seeing it on social media everywhere but i'd like to break down what those actually are okay all right let's do it so i'm just gonna go ahead and list these so Ban chokeholds and strangleholds. Okay, yeah, I think that's pretty, uh, should be pretty standard, yeah. Require de escalation by police. Okay. So they have to, if there's a, if there's an intense situation, they have to first attempt to de escalate it. Okay. Require warning before shooting. That's pretty Mm, self explanatory. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I didn't really think about that. Require police to exhaust all alternatives before shooting. Okay. It is the duty of fellow police officers to intervene and stop excessive force used by fellow officers. Okay. Ban the shooting of moving vehicles, which I did not realize that was such a big problem. Interesting. But it definitely makes sense because I would you're assume just shooting like that. Well, crazy. exactly. I uh, there's a lot of potential for like friendly fire, like collateral damage. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you're shooting at a moving target. Like, it's going to, by the time your bullet reaches it, odds are, I'm just going to assume most cops aren't, you know, dead shots. <laughs> and so, like, by the time, like, yeah, the, the car's moving and you're missing and it's just hitting everything else. Right, right, right. So, the next one, require use of force continuum. So, I actually had to dig to kind of fully understand what that is. Mm-hmm. So, from what I understand, the requiring of a use of force continuum means that there's kind of like a comprehensive breakdown of different situations and the amount of force to be used for that situation like okay what is the extreme by which i can use the most extreme force Hmm. and what is like the least force i should be using you know what i mean it kind of breaks down like hey like no for this thing you should you don't need to pull your gun out like you should be able to handle it without getting to that point right and so it just kind of like reinforces in their head the idea that you don't always need to go for your gun. hundred. Yeah. Like 100. Yeah. 100. Uh, and also the requirement of comprehensive reporting. And so the fucked up part, honestly, uh, I don't know. Like this doesn't feel like it should have even had to have been reformed. Like it feels like something that should have just already been baked into the ooey gooey mess that is our criminal justice system. Yeah, but I, you know, steps are steps. But it's just like, dude, a lot of this stuff. Like I feel like, yeah, that should already just be something you know. Mm -hmm. Like you should always have been de-escalating. Like you should have always not tried to make it worse, or you should always be trying to make a situation better. Right. Right. No, I definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah, and, like, having to, like, like, you can't discern, like, right from wrong. Like, you need a whole, like, roadmap to help you understand, like, what types of force to use. Mm. But, yeah, 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 I don't know. A lot of that stuff just really felt, like, like really? common sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, comprehensive reporting. Like, yeah, like, write down what, what you, you do yeah. throughout your work day. Yeah, like, like that, that was a thing, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and then also defunding the police. So this story that I had kind of been hearing a lot about, and I'm definitely going really free form on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about Camden, New Jersey. I don't know. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a little bit here and there. Yeah. So yeah. everybody's been talking about Camden, New Jersey as essentially kind of a model for what the world could be like with defunded police. 
And I don't know, mm-hmm. just from this one Washington Post article I was reading, they were kind of expressing how it's not necessarily as simple as it seems. And so they kind of try to break right. it down by comparing it to when police started kind of getting more aggressive. Right. And that was in the 90s because of uh, Rudy Giuliani. And so he was talking about how Giuliani in New York, he had had started to implement like a harder police presence and like this like breaking windows kind Mm -hmm. of like policing. And at the same time, there was a dramatic drop in crime. And so he had decided to correlate these two things and decided that excessive force is what equals less crime. And so it kind of became this thing where it's like, well, how do we stop people from doing more crime and it's like well what if we crack down extra hard on them for every little Mm -hmm. thing and so now they don't want to do the big crimes and it just doesn't work like that yeah and so what it actually most likely ended up being and what most people agree it is is that at the same time in the drop in crime our economy was experiencing an up and there was more opportunities and jobs Hmm. and so that's why crime went down because i feel like a lot of people fail to understand that like the crime lifestyle isn't something most people want to live. Mm-hmm. Like most people don't want to have to steal and pawn a TV. Like if there's opportunity right. and a job for them, I'm sure they would much rather be working yeah. a nine to five. Right, right, right. And so that was kind of like the correlation they were making between Camden because there's just kind of a lot of nuances and a lot of darkness that had to happen before Camden kind of got to where it is now. And it's just mm. not as simple as what you as think, like, like what uh, you yeah, think it could be, or what you think it should be but exactly it's really not that simple, right? Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't necessarily the whole thing, but like I said, I definitely want to do a more comprehensive, deeper dive, and so I'm saving that for episode two, and we'll definitely do right. more research. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely get like, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, we do. And so now I'm excited to hear Isaac tell me about. All of these racist statues coming down. <laughs> these racist ass statues, I tell you. Wouldn't uh, it be unfortunate if, like, in Toy Story, these statues came to life and the personalities of these sentient statues wasn't racist, but they were modeled after somebody racist? Interesting. And just the battle within themselves <laughs> to have to deal with the fact that they're racist. Their their shell is racist. Oh, their shell is racist. That's I don't know. A they, good movie. They could be racist through and through. <laughs> well, some of them, yeah. So I'm sure some of them are, and then some of them are just like, no, I just was in this body, I guess. Wait. Damn, Shane. Damn. We got to write this down. Anyways, all right. Well, so now that we're starting to go back into basically history, you know, we're starting to look at what we started from. You know yeah, I, mean? I think it, like, I think that's one thing you and I definitely talked about is how a lot of people are kind of like, oh, like, can we just get over it already? But it's shit. like it's like it's like those people don't stop to consider how I feel like in a lot of places we never stop to heal. Right. Like we never stop to really like take inventory of what we had done mm-hmm. to humans right right we kind of just like pushed it away and been like well this is what it's gonna be now exactly it was like it was like okay like slaves are emancipated america's not racist anymore yeah, that, yeah. or it was like okay martin luther king single-handedly defeated racism like racism isn't a thing anymore right and like we just always kind of pushed it off to the side and never took time to really heal right and everyone always goes back to like the civil war or, like you know the civil rights movement or this and that it's like no 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 Let's take it a, f- a step further than that. Really, honestly, from the beginning of our founding fathers, it literally has been just about the white race. Really. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it just, it's ridiculous. Like, the the way we were brought up to look at history and look at certain generals and look at certain, like here in Texas. Yeah, especially in here South, in Texas. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Con, you know, Robert, e., you know, Confederate General Robert E. Lee. And it's just like, yeah, I went to Robert E. Lee High School. And it's like, da, da, da. and, you know, I, I myself growing up was just like, oh, OK, well, it's just Robert, yeah, you don't think you Robert don't think Lee too High much School. about it. Yeah, it's just Robert E. Lee High School, like no big deal. But it's like, bro, it. No. Yeah. My U.S. <laughs> my my U.S. history teacher in high school, uh, that was the first time I had ever heard uh, states rights. Yeah, so you're like, telling yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, go he, ahead and he, say that story. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 
it's really interesting because it's weird in the South because I firmly believe that the Confederacy, they were traitors. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. the glorification of them and the waving of the flags and acting, like, proud. And it's like, no, they were traitors and they lost. Right. Correct. But it's weird because it's still ingrained so much. And, mm-hmm. like, we don't get that because we're Hispanic. We live in Texas, <laughs> yeah, but we're like, Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, like, it's so ingrained in, like, the fabric of being, like, a white person in the South, I guess. But I feel like I've seen, like, Mexican people, too, who also kind of rock rebel flags, like, in Corpus. Yeah, but I think those just confused people. Yeah, like they really didn't like really like. Yeah, it, yeah, I think don't they were get just me wrong, doing guys. I don't think they thought too much about right, it. Right, right. I think they're just kind of like it's a cool flag. Oh yeah, exactly. I was like, don't get me wrong. They, like, I'm sure they're not. I'm sure a lot of them aren't like total bigots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. Ju- they just don't stop to think. Think, yeah, yeah. Like seriously. what that flag means to so many people. people. Right, correct. But anyway, so this professor. Not a professor, a teacher. This was high school, sorry. Uh, Easy college grade. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. So Try to make all our regular people look bad. <laughs> he, was, he, he, was, he was an older man. To kind of give you insight into how old he was, he once told us a story about how he remembered playing soccer. So his family was from Germany, and he remembered playing soccer in like the rubble of World War II. Like, it wasn't directly <laughs> after World War Two, but, like, they were still rebuilding, and he was playing in that rubble. He was like, yeah, one pile of rubble was one goal, and the other pile of rubble was another goal, and they played soccer. What? So he was a coach at Texas State before it was Texas State. And yeah, what was it before? Southwest Texas. Southwest yeah. Texas. So yeah. he was a coach at Southwest Texas. For all you Texas State grads out there. And so he was telling the story to the class, and he tells us how he was a coach there. And there was this one young man who happened to be black, and he said he was smart, nice, polite kid, and he was, like, so strong, so fit, so talented. And one time, this coach was at a barbecue restaurant, and he was with some other people, and he had watched this black young man walk in through the back with his father Mm-hmm. And then sit at a different table. And so the coach went up and asked him, like, why did you come in through the back? Like, right. not really thinking about it. And the boy replied, like, like that's where that's what we do. Like, that's where we're supposed to come in through. That's what we always come through. Exactly. And then, like, this this man literally started crying in front of our, our class. Because, like, he, he was literally sad. Mm-hmm. That this boy that he knew was a good person was treated differently than him. Right. But that same person told my class that the Civil War was about states' rights, not slavery. <laughs> and so it's just weird because that weird Confederate pride is just so interwoven into the South. Even though, like, that man, at least from what he showed me, I didn't think he was a racist. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's weird. Yeah, no, that is, yeah. But so now I think a lot of people are kind of finally getting a little bit of empathy and putting themselves in other people's shoes. Right. And thinking what it feels like to have to, like, pull out, like, imagine being a Native American pulling out a $20 bill and, like, seeing the person who orchestrated the Trail of Tears. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or pulling out a, being like like a black man and pulling out a $1 bill and seeing someone like, yeah, you owned slaves. Yeah, like on that. Oh, but like or having these statues everywhere and a lot of statues, mind you, that aren't even necessarily historical monuments. Like a lot of them were put up during the Civil Jim right. Crow yeah, Jim and Crow, during right. civil, and during civil rights yeah. to flex on the black on the community yeah, exactly, and say yeah. that, like, That's yeah, we used to thing. own you. That's and it's thing, like, yeah, yeah, they're not history. Like they were put up to be shitty. Right. Right. Exactly. But they're all. Yeah, it's yeah. They're put up to be shitty. But then it also brings up a generation to be like. Hey, this is your this is your history. Exactly. Like if you're if you're used to seeing it, you kind of normalize it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and that's and fucked up. Yeah, that's so fucked and a lot up. of people are kind of realizing like, no, that's not normal. And what I didn't realize, I knew that the United States had a lot of like Confederate people mm-hmm. up. I didn't realize that in Europe they had so many like slave traders. Yeah, that's up. and that's what was that was that's what was going on. That, that, yeah, that blew a lot of people's minds that these protests 
jumped across the pond. Correct. Right. And yeah, they, literally. Uh, yeah, yeah, it and literally were, was like, yeah, you know what? And the more and more they did the, like, I guess, the, not the, obviously they've done their research because apparently I didn't know this. So this, is, this is still a thing over there. Like, yeah, America's racist as fuck. And if you can't admit that, then you're probably on that other side of the club. But Europe's but, also really racist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like super. Like My dad loves to remind own. me of that. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, everyone always likes to complain about how bad America, America is. is. He's like, but like, Europe is, is super racist. Yeah, it's like everybody. And I can't. I, I honestly don't know. I've never been to Europe, unfortunately. <laughs> but where's your dad been? He's never been to Europe hey, either. Hey, fuck it, man. <laughs> I take it. I'll take it. Um. It's but yeah, just one of those weird, like, dad facts. Dad facts. <laughs> yeah. Isn't dad that facts. Funny? Like, it's yeah. a dad fact. Hey, it's a dad fact. Oh, that'd be a thing. Oh, that'd be cool. Actually, that's for another. Th- that, that's that's another. That's a whole nother project. Oh, God. Yeah. Seriously. We don't have enough going on. Um, But yeah, so across uh in the Europe, the protesters over there were also um going against, like, the formal known slave owners, like, that, like, were still, that had statues like up there you know what i mean like, yeah so did they have them i wasn't sure if they had the statues up and they put the they erected the statues because they were slavers or were they also like important members of like parliament at yeah, one point I think, I think at one point they were important like member it's kind of like with us it's like oh they were important into our political yeah, like, story okay. but it like they also had their own like you were a slave owner like yeah you know what i mean like at that oh point. my god and the one that i was super hyped about seeing get torn down was king leopold's oh, I, statue I did see and that, yeah. Be- yeah a lot of people don't realize because i think belgium just everyone thinks is just a giant fluffy waffle <laughs> i don't think a lot of people like stop and think like oh belgium could have ever right. been a bad place but like the belgian congo was one of the darkest times in like hu- like huma- like colonial history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like what King Leopold orchestrated and I I think it's King Leopold II specifically. What he orchestrated in the Congo to get a monopoly on the rubber trees and like control like the plastic and rubber trade is just cutting off hands and just genocide. Jesus. It's terrible. Yeah, and nobody really knows about it. I didn't know about it until I heard it on a podcast. <laughs> Gotta love them, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah, seriously. It's the superior medium. It really is, honestly. Yeah. I believe really it in that. every way. It's what kept me sane throughout school. Yeah. Well, I'm to a lot of people, it keeps people sane during work, during driving, during like it's and it, it's really in a lot of people's lives now and it's it's pretty great. But one that kind of caught me off guard off that I saw that people were um like vandalizing and tearing down and stuff was uh the great winston churchill and i was i I was i had to look more really into it but uh i didn't want to get too deep into this but apparently basically winston churchill kind of had some radical ideas himself oh i'm sure he did you know what i mean and it's just like like you were talking about earlier like that's a wartime prime minister and it's like yeah we all love a wartime leader we kind of just let him do whatever the fuck they want right and it's like oh he got us through it and like oh the Oh, Winston Churchill and, like, Churchill. Yeah, so you just turned the other cheek on all the weird, sketchy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of dark shit to Churchill himself. Like, I'm sure. All I know is that he was a raging alcoholic. (laughs) I'm sure that didn't help either. Um, Yeah, I can't imagine that leads to wise decision making. But whatever beats them Nazis. (laughs) Whatever beats them Nazis. What, uh, do, um, what, so, like, if people in Europe are doing, you know, the former slave owners, and obviously so are we. Um, What got me kind of like, oh, yeah, like, it's about time, was Christopher Columbus. Like, that was one that everybody was like, that needs to be torn down and, like, taken down. It's like, um... Yeah, yeah, for as much as Governor Cuomo wants to be, like, super... Yeah. On the left, he couldn't let go of the Italian Christopher Columbus. Columbus, yeah. I know. (laughs) It is weird, though, because... It it's such a it's such a frustrating thing because I think you have to just be an awful person to not be able to see right the domino effect that was Christopher Columbus mm-hmm. like arriving to the Americas but it's awful cuz it's like we don't you and I don't exist here right now yeah. if it isn't for the European colonization of the Americas the Americas yeah but it's, it's just like, at what cost like, yeah. <laughs> Like Ugh. entire entire cultures just wiped out, wiped out. But yet it's like, let's think about it as a good time. And it's like, not really. But 
thankful to be where I'm at. I guess it's really what it is. You know what I mean? Like y- y- it's just pr- obviously we have to take it into more of like don't think about what it what we're s- what they want us to celebrate it for. Yeah. It's like you make it what it is. Uh, it is a good time. I do enjoy it, but just the 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 back meaning to what like our government pushes to be like this is Thanksgiving. It's like no. Well, no, that's what blows my mind. Also, is just that. All these weird holidays, like, isn't aren't the banks closed on Columbus Day? Mm-hmm. Are yeah, the banks closed on Juneteenth, the day yeah. that we yeah. emancipate it? Yeah, an entire like, let's race. Remember. Yeah, like let's remember this, like stupid instead, shit we yeah. did. Yeah, and it's like let's I would. Play. Yeah, why wouldn't we celebrate the good thing instead? <sighs> it's uh, yeah, we yeah. That's a that's a whole touchy. I mean, not touchy, but it just it really gets to some people like. It, it it feels me like the some people is me is what I'm saying, because I know some people obviously are out there that are like, well, it's just Thanksgiving, you know, like whatever. It's a thing. And it's like, guys, like it's the fucking meaning behind it. Like <laughs> really, really, really think about it. Um, what gets me also or not what gets me, but like what what got me in the sense what of really like, grinds my gears. No, no, not doing that. Um, gets is, my goat is like the protesters and activists that are doing this mostly is um native americans and it's like oh like it's neat like i'm not saying like the native americans are writing on this whole black life matter thing really i didn't realize that the native americans were having such a big presence yeah they they also were like hey, well i mean think about it they're also like well we've also been oh yeah 100 percent. i just i haven't heard about it like as much yeah yeah as much I, when i was reading this article they were i mean it was showing them and saying that that they obviously are focused more on the christopher columbus thing because that's where they really were hit obviously yeah you know what i mean that's their entire like history right there is is that like that's their dark history in their like family's life like yeah, just European colonization. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's insane it. to think about. It's insane to think that there's an entire people that are supposed to be the Native Americans, the people who were originally right. here. Right, right, exactly. And I like how many Native Americans do most people know? Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, it, it's it, it's really neat. I love the 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 civilization they've created like so far like some people be like oh just casinos and deserts and you know whatever it's like not really like there's a lot more to the to the normal people of like the 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 native americans i've never been on a reservation before but have you ever driven driven through them have you ever stopped there no no we haven't no interesting yeah i i've i've been wanting to there's a lot of reservations i've driven through uh most of them are dry counties right yeah yeah some of them yeah yeah Uh, i've only seen one that actually advertised like alcohol, mm-hmm. but like you said, most of them don't like, they're just like, they're just, yeah, the most of them are just dry counties. Um, but the, the whole meaning behind the whole Christopher Columbus thing, like people obviously, like I said, will think, Oh, well it's just this. Like, it's like, no man, like there's look at everything we're doing now is for a meaning. It's like for a back meaning. There's something to it. It's not just cause people think we're fucking crying and being babies. It's like, no dude, like they're, yeah, Come there's on. there's always the system has always been skewed. Like right. it's always been broken. Right. Especially like man, yeah, that is one of the things that does really annoy me when people say like just get over it or like can we just forget about it because when you really break down everything that's happened mm-hmm. to the black community mm-hmm. when it's like it's like you were dragged your your great 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 like grandparents were dragged from their native land mm-hmm. in chains to another country and forced to work. And then that happened for hundreds of years before they were free. Mm-hmm. And then once you were free, they wrote laws specifically targeted to still keep you down. Mm-hmm. And then when right. you started to get some more autonomy, then the government introduces drugs into your communities to pay for secret wars. And it's just like, damn, like, it's just always. Yeah. It's always, yeah, it's always. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, guys, we're going to get deep into some stuff. Sorry. It, j- it just really, it really gets into that. I mean, it just, this is really hitting home in really weird ways. And I never thought it would. I know X also kind of f- felt it later. Like I did. 
you know, where it's not that we for didn't sure, care like yeah, but didn't. like yeah, it's just not it's not directly in your face. Correct. Like we're from, we're and from so San sometimes Antonio. that's what it takes. Yeah, we're from San Antonio, and here in this city, technically we're the majority. Yeah, technically Hispanic is the majority in the city. Correct. And it's like yeah, like we don't necessarily. Ex- I have I experienced it. Oh hell yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for sure. And how do you think? Who's in the goddamn White House right now? Even won their election on the idea of that they were wanted to gonna build keep a wall. us out. Yeah, and, and it's kick like us out. Yeah, it's like, bro, like we 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 know, in a weird way, we know it's different. It definitely is. It's definitely still a big difference. I'm never gonna ever justify it, but it's like, no, we like we we get it, and it's like I'm just gonna let you do what you need to do, and you have a hundred percent support. For me, at least, I I'm pretty sure I can speak for me freely and like at, and my friends like the Latino community's got its back, bro. Like it, it does, like we do, yeah. And so all of my friends and me, no, oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not included in your friend group. No, of course you're included in my friend. Well, I'm, I'm family, family, bro. Come on, but no, like we've obviously talked about, like we wanted to go. Like I've I've been working a ton, and I'm not ever gonna use that as an excuse. Like I definitely should have worked harder to try to go and like protest and whatnot so but because i haven't i've been doing donations on like the colbert on, on like oh yeah colbert and like other shops and skin it's like yeah like i, I and, it's, and it's never gonna be like hey man i know like here's twenty dollars like no man that's never gonna justify it i never will ever 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 be able to i just want everybody to know that like it, it's it's just incredible how we're brought up into a country like that and people don't see that or they just don't want to change their vision of how they were brought up. And that's that's a big problem in here in, in, in the States, for sure. It's like, well, I, you know, I was just brought up that way. And it's like, so you can't think for yourself? You know, like that that's the thing is you can't think for yourself. Well, mommy and daddy tell you like, wait, well, this is good for you. Well, that's how and I feel like, also yeah, with dad, all the yeah. with, with the excuse of all the excessive force being used on peaceful protesters. It just didn't make and sense. A, and a lot of people just saying like. Oh, it's just doing my job, or like I was told to do it. it because everyone's talking about this this less lethal force tactic and and all the gear and everything, all the fucking tanks and pepper and rubber balls and and gas and whatever the fuck else they use. And it's like, oh, do you think they're ever going to use that like on the Russians or on the Chinese? Oh yeah, it was de- like it was de- it was designed to suppress. It's us. designed to suppress us. That specifically us right now, all that equipment, it's doing its job of what the fuck it was spent for. Yeah. And that's what's crazy is a lot of it spent by like, yeah, like it's something I definitely want to get into more later. But a common complaint from the police department as to why they tend to be heavy handed, heavy handed is because uh, they, they wear so many hats. That they're expected to respond and do so many things. Correct. And it's so like, yeah, no, that is a valid point. Like you are asked to do too many things. But why is it that you're asked to do so many things? But it's it's because police departments take up so much of the city's money right. that there's no money to fund any other programs to right. like hire other people, professionals that would handle those jobs better. Right. Because, I mean, like the, the way we're kind of seen from the way they train police officers, it's kind of. They're they're being trained to be warriors, which is not what they need to be. They need to be peace officers. Right. But it's just when you're trained that way, when you're trained to be a hammer, every every problem starts to look like a nail. <laughs> and so you just use force for everything when it's not necessarily always warranted. Right. Not to say that there aren't situations when it is, but we need to be putting people in these positions of power that are able to discern that. Right. And there needs to be much more accountability. No, yeah, 100%. 100%. And I forgot my original point. Well, no, it it doesn't matter because it's all going to it's all going to like it all makes sense together. Like everyone, you know, people might look at it and be like, "Oh, you guys are jumping around or you're like you rabbit hole, you know, whatever and anything." It's like, "Yeah, but the thing is is it all goes back to one main like common oh, cause." Oh, I remembered my point. Boom, so my go. point was that <laughs> Yes. Every at the end of every fiscal year, a lot of police departments typically have a surplus. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when they have this surplus, like the right thing to do would be to give it back to the city to be redistributed to other programs and mm-hmm. to other works. But they want a budget increase. Everybody always wants a budget increase. And so that there needs to be a lot more oversight when mm-hmm. it comes to that, because what these departments end up doing is because they want that budget increase. They spend that surplus 
on militarization. They spend it on tanks. Like they spend it on body armor. They spend it on yeah. That's where that's where that stuff comes from. Is just trying to spend that budget so that you get an increase every year. But the fact that you have a surplus means you didn't need all that money. Mm -hmm. And so that's just more and more money you're taking from other programs. Right. And that's why you're being asked to do so many different things. Right. And it's like, yeah, you're right. It's not fair that you have to wear so many hats, but you did that to yourself in a lot of ways. Yeah, in a way. I mean, obviously, again, let me get back into the topic and trying to clear some things out because that it needs to for sure be cleared. I don't want anybody to think any other type of way, but I want to clarify that. Yeah. Not all cops are bad. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, no. You know, no, you're right. Not all cops are bad. But it, it's it's just like, look at all the cops. That I mean, back again, example to the 75-year-old man. Three, four cops passed him until somebody showed up. Yeah. And it's like, if... if, if so what does that equate to in the mass number of right. all the police? Right. And the reason I do that example is like, because it's like, if you were a cop, you would at least kind of fucking care. Kind of, kind of to just be like, oh, and I know it's probably a hard choice for some people because then it goes back to, well, then I was I was just following orders. And it's like, fuck, like, yeah, I mean, I know that's hey, a thing. The Nazis were just fall- I'm kidding. <laughs> Here we fucking I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to equate that's that, police yeah. departments to <laughs> Nazi Nazis. Germany. That's that's a total joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but still, it's like, man, dude, like, where are your morals? Where's your mind? Like, where where do you stand? As just a person that is a civilian in America, just because you're an officer at work doesn't mean you're not just a normal For fucking sure. civilian. Also, as someone who, like, I would hope is trained to respond to certain medical and trauma emergencies, right, like, you would hope that you would just kind of jump on that. Right. So, again, if there's any problem or you want to clarify something or we need to get more into detail with it we're more than happy to get with you once at the end of this episode so we'll get you the uh contacts right pretty much oh yeah for sure yeah i think this is definitely a good place to go ahead and end this episode and so go ahead and please follow us on twitter and instagram on both platforms we are primo underscore podcast that is primo underscore podcast and if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at primonewspod at gmail.com. Yes. And then if you want to find the sources for these episodes, you can actually find that on straighttothebrain.com. That's straight, the number two, thebrain.com. Straighttothebrain.com. All right. So thank you for listening. Yeah. Good luck in your endeavors. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Be safe out there. This has been... Primo Primo News. News.